If you're like me and you need a little pick-me-up every day, then go get yourself some Strike Force Energy. Zero sugar, zero calories. Get 20% off when you use promo code FALLEN360. That's right, 20% off your entire purchase. Just use FALLEN360 as your promo code. What are you waiting for? Do it now. FALLEN! All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. Three, two, one. I told you so, motherfucker. Three, two, one has always been my thing. Three, two, one, motherfucker has always been my thing. No. That's how I open up every show from day one. Someone go back and compile all of his intros. Listen to the last one. That's all you need. Anyways, uh, welcome to part two of our veteran special uh, episode. Episodes? Episodes. Episodes. So last uh, Tuesday, you guys heard um, our special we did. uh, We focused more on Marines because it was Marine Corps birthday on uh, Sunday. And we ended up celebrating with a bunch of Marines and uh, had some great interviews and great time with Adam, Roe, uh, Chris, and all you other fucking Marines out there. So, mm-hmm. um, once again, happy belated birthday to you motherfuckers. Oh, yes. <laughs> what were you going to say? I, was, I don't know. You're out of it. You are I out of so it. I am so out of it. Well, because... You... It's been a long week. Yeah, it's been a long week. We didn't have a weekend. We, it was just one big party. And Veterans Day was on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. That was a great day as well. Um, but, um, we're still going strong this week because, uh, we as veterans, uh, deserve more than just one motherfucking day. Give us yes, a week. We do. Give, Give us, us a week. A week. Hey, hey, Trump, can you make a uh, veterans a week? <laughs> I was going to say, can you make it veterans day week? But that's weird. Whether, <laughs> I hey, whatever happened to Trump? Didn't he used to come and visit here? I want to petition veterans day week. Veterans day week. Why don't you just call it veterans week? Oh yeah. Trump used to come around, but I lost him. What happened to Trump? I don't know. I really don't. <gasps> yeah. He's probably somewhere in my AV closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll look for him later. I'll maybe I'll make okay. another another visit. I miss him. You know what? Um, he got busy running we'll, the country. We'll bring him back uh, once mm-hmm. the elections get going. Oh, we'll do some special okay. episodes with little little Trump, as was his name. Little Trump. It was little L I L little Trump. Little Trump. Little Trump. You know what? He should come back to our recap episode because we he came to us at the end of the year at shot show he did so when we do the recap he needs to come back and talk about for the recap yeah um jesus christ we're talking about recap shows already this will be the second year i've done one that means we've been around for over a year yeah almost two years Mm -hmm. is it two years almost two years almost two because you'll have your second recap this will be episode 72 i believe that's amazing this one which let me go back how did we not do something special for episode 69? That's... Episode 69, I think we talked about uh, food trucks and crazy people. I think, that was the, <laughs> I think that was the name of the episode. But uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, was that the VA? I think that was the VA Oh, because one, that's yeah. what the VA does to you. They 69 you? No, they make you <laughs> like not even... Not they bend even. you over. No. They don't even 69 you. They don't even give you that. No, they just suck any... Fun. 
Uh, except for that episode was one of the most fun episodes we've ever had. So go ahead and go back and check on uh, episode 69. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. 69. No. Anyways, uh, your feet are touching my feet right now, so I'd appreciate it if you... Uh, <laughs> well, you start talking 69 and then, you know... Stay on your side of the, the studio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll stay over here. AKA the kitchenette. <laughs> um, all right, so what do we got? We got uh, some fun interviews. Um, some sad interviews. Well, I don't know. Like sad. serious. It's in- encouraging. We mm-hmm. had... Uh, a gentleman, um, and I, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but you'll hear him on the interview on the on the episode. Uh, he I talks think it was about David. Camp Hope. Um, could have been, could have mm-hmm. been, but let's uh, um, let's uh, not get it wrong. Just call him a gentleman. Okay, gentleman. A nice gentleman, veteran, just came back from Camp Hope, uh, and you'll hear more about what mm-hmm. what this program is and what it does. But essentially, it's for you know veterans who are struggling with post-traumatic stress and drug addiction, uh, things of that matter. Uh, and he talks uh, about his experience, why he, he went there and, uh, you know, what it did for him and how it, you know, essentially saved his life and, and what he's doing now. And he literally just got back from that, so his experience is fresh. Uh, we also talked to Adam Bigelow, who's uh, uh, running the PTSD uh, Foundation of America out here in Arizona, uh, and his wife as well, Desiree. I loved her. But... She's awesome too, and I love her thoughts and, yes. and ideas on how it, it it is a whole family thing. It's not just about the veteran getting help, but also the family getting coaching, uh, assistance, and the co- the the families go through the same issues. And you know, you you send the veteran back to his community, to his family, and the people around him are still doing the same stuff, and they have no idea what he's been through. And so the veterans, you know, tend to kind of go back to their old ways when. You know, it's everybody's job, and I believe that. I truly do believe that it, it is the family, you know, needs to understand, which is, you know, when I first started uh, working in, in this community, you know, there was a yellow ribbon program in the, mm-hmm. the, the National Guard used to do for all their veterans, the returning veterans, and they brought the families in, and it was a great uh, program, um, but, you know, it's, it's hard to force families to come to things uh, that they don't want to come. Can uh, I just say she was the first, and I don't, and normally I say this derogatory, but Dependa, that I liked. Like, she was, she was truly, like, one team. She was there with yeah. him. Um, well, then that, usually, that's, that's, that like, make, that's what I'm she's... not a fan of the Dependas. Right. Like, well, that's what makes her not a Dependa. Exactly, exactly. She, she's you know, so amazing. Yeah. And I was like, at first, I was like, oh, here's my wife. And I'm just like, I've been burned. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's actually really, really amazing. And By the families and all that. Yeah, she is. And she she obviously took care of business. And she, she gets it. She gets it. She's strong. Um, and I like the attitude. And I like Adam's attitude as well, too. Um mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on the show before too, and him and Chris and um, Ro Gonzalez too, who was on the the last episode talking about you know being a Marine and Ooh and all that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so those guys are great, and it's always awesome to have them back on here and you know talk about what's going on in their lives. So you know what, we appreciate you guys, and thank you guys for having us out there, and uh, thank you guys for for playing along as well. And of course, like last week. We've also got some more uh, of the finish me off. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. What was it? <laughs> finish my cadence. Finish, finish. my cadence, yes. right? Uh, and so we got some more of those fun ones. So I hope you guys enjoy those. 
let us know if you like those. Uh, mm -hmm. We could do more of those. Finish my cadences. Uh, I'll expand my my cadence vocabulary, if you will. I'll dig up my old uh, smart books from my military <laughs> days. I haven't heard a smart book in yeah. in a minute. Well, that's because you know you're a, you're a, a woman <laughs> veteran, female veterans. I don't think had smart books. Son of a bitch. <clears throat> Anyways, so. <laughs> You know what? I have a response to that in a cadence. Hey, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish real quick. Okay, um, shut up. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Let us know if you enjoy these little games that we're playing, these little interviews. Uh, we'll definitely continue on those. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Fallen360. Uh, yeah, and like. all the females, follow us so that you can send some hate messages to mario sure. for all these comments sure if you guys want to do that go ahead and do that uh but yep uh, let us know and uh also one more thing go to anchor leave us some messages on there too so if you do have some hate mail for me yeah. you can literally go to anchor it's the simplest way to leave us a message and if you guys leave us some funny messages on there i might just play them on the podcast as well Please so do. Please. um i'll uh i'll put the link where you guys can go on to Anchor. It's simple. You literally go uh, follow the link. Uh, there's a message button. You press it. It records your voice right from your phone. And then you save it. And I get it. And that's it. It's so simple. Man could do it. Ah. Uh, hmm. Okay, ma'am. Okay, I will, sir. I will uh, leave you guys with that because uh, I've got some uh, uh, disciplinary <laughs> action. <laughs> For the the little the little lady, <laughs> I'm gonna take that smart book and smack you in the ass, just like I used to do with my battle buddies in the basic. Wait, what? What? Oh, the secrets are coming out. Oh, they've been out. They've been, they've out. been out. out, and along with you, all the way out, and in, and out. <laughs> oh, Alright, you guys enjoy part two of our veteran special. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Especially the gentlemen. <laughs> hey, what's going on everybody? We are here at the second annual uh Veterans Day uh tattoo festival. Uh, walk-up festival, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm here with Desiree, who can actually explain to you guys a little bit more about how this got started, why you guys are doing this, and she is with the PTSD Foundation. Yeah. So, um, this is our second annual event. Um, it's one of our main fundraisers, and we are at Sinful Skin Tattoo in Glendale. Uh, the owner, Aaron, is the guy who, I mean, blood, sweat, and tears all year, puts all of this together for us. Um, and the story behind it is uh, the lady who is really the reason as to why we're here, um, her name's Andrina. Uh, she has a, had a son who was a veteran and was struggling, and... Um, Sorry. It's Sorry, okay. Go ahead. No, 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 no worries. Um, anyways, uh, there was really not a lot of resources and stuff like that out here in Arizona. So somehow they got connected with the PTSD Foundation of America and heard about our inpatient program called Camp Hope. Um, and he, we had him all signed up and uh, they had a plane ticket for him to leave. And unfortunately, uh, two days before he was scheduled to leave, he ended up committing suicide. Um, and so... 
on his birthday, um, his mother Andrina and his sister decided that they wanted to do a memorial tattoo in memory of him and they wanted to get his signature tattooed on them. Um, Andrina didn't know where to go, and so she calls her nephew, who was really close friends with her son, and met up with him at a place, and got the tattoo done, and she went to go pay, and the owner, Aaron, was the one who did the tattoo. Um, he waited until the very end, but he let her know that, um, I'm all gonna, <laughs> I've told this story a million times, but um, he had actually been the, the person who had given her son Robbie all of his tattoos and she she didn't know anyways Aaron knew you know that Robbie had passed away and uh, it just kind of became her mission if um, if there was a chapter out here then he would have had more support and he would have had somebody there in those couple of days and and if we were if we had a chapter established at that time, he'd, he'd still be here more right. than likely. So um, it became Andrina's mission to really, you know, get a chapter established here. So to start it all off um, and to kind of start the chapter funding, Aaron and Andrina got together and Aaron decided that he wanted to throw a big fundraiser to start being able to get a chapter established here. And so this is our second year doing it. Um, our anniversary date for being here in Arizona was on the... 8th of November, I want to say, 8th or 9th of November, so we've been here for a year, and yeah, second annual, that's why we're here, and two amazing people, and um, we couldn't be more grateful for that, their generosity. That is an awesome story, thank you for sharing that. Um, I know that Adam Bigelow, uh, your husband, correct? Mm -hmm. Uh, he's been on our podcast before. We're going to interview him later on, too, as well. And he's talked a little bit about uh, the PTSD Foundation and what you guys are doing as well. I think it's an amazing organization, uh, a true uh, veteran organization, because as you and I both know, there's a lot of um, nonprofits out there Absolutely. that say and talk a big game. But don't do anything. No, yeah. veterans is a veteran organization is big business. It's a big money maker. It unfortunately. is unfortunately, but you can tell the difference when you attend events like yours. Yeah. Uh, the type of people that come here are real veterans, uh, doing real work. Absolutely. And when you go to other events and you see people in suits and ties, uh, doing government type work and mm -hmm. getting funding from the government. Uh, it's got a different feel to it. Absolutely. You know, I'll say that. And you guys are real. Absolutely. Um, you can just tell the difference from mm -hmm. one veteran, you know, to another. You, you can tell who's doing real work from the ground level. Uh, and so I love what you guys are doing. Uh, I know you guys have here uh, somebody that just came back from Camp Hope as well, right? We do. We do. Yeah, he just got back last week. So um, we're super excited. He's he's really interested on um, the whole format of the foundation in, in, in general as we hire within. So all of our um, mentors, all of our um, veteran support coordinators, chapter managers, they are all combat veterans who have been diagnosed with PTSD and who have been through the program um, and they have an opportunity if they so choose to want to give back um, and kind of give purpose again to their to their past and the trauma um, and and you know pay it forward to veterans and so um, you know he completed the program um, and got back uh, like I said last week and he's volunteering with us now for a couple of weeks and you know if everything works out he feels like it's a good fit we feel like it's a good fit and it's something that he wants to continue doing then we'll bring him on as an employee as well that's awesome so. and so 
Um, I hope if he's up for it, uh, we can get an interview with uh, this gentleman uh, so he can kind of give us an insight on, on what it's like and what he's learned, what he's gained from going to Camp Hope. So, you know, once again, thank you for what you guys are doing. We appreciate it. The veteran community appreciates it. Mm -hmm. So uh, look forward to doing more events with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to mention yeah. real quick. So what I do for the foundation is I am the family support coordinator. Um, I am a spouse of a veteran, combat veteran with PTSD. Um, and uh, it's, it's a rough, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a very hard life to live, not just active duty, but then especially after that transition. Um, me and Adam have known each other since we were nine years old. We actually met oh, wow. in fourth grade. <laughs> we grew up together, um, you know, graduated high school together. We never dated when we were in school, but we have older siblings that actually used to date when they went to school oh, together. Wow. Um, but so we, we've known each other a lot and, uh, for a long time. And um, just the impact that it actually took on him once he received that diagnosis. Um, and I mean, he left to his doctor's appointment one person and he came back a completely different one. And just it, it started going downhill from there. So um, Adam did actually go to a program, um, you know, affiliated with the, with the foundation. And uh, unfortunately... Um, I was then left for 18 months um, with four kids and uh, having to figure out how to keep life going and keep myself going as well. Actually, Adam went, uh, was taken uh, three weeks after our youngest son was born and he didn't see him again until he was about two and a half. So um, in my personal <laughs> opinion, um, I, I, people ask all the time, you know, why is the suicide rate what it is? And, and I have an answer for them. Um, and, and I can tell you why it is what it is. And I can tell you why it's only going to get worse. Um, and, and in my opinion, the thing is, is that we are, we're going about it the wrong way. We're looking at it like we need to treat the veteran, which absolutely we do. But I always say the same scenario. Um, you know, if you, you take a drug addict and you put him through every rehabilitation program that you possibly have right. and, um, you know, you cure him, you whatever it is you want to say, you get him clean, you get him sober, you get him on the right track, you do everything that you possibly can do to this guy, and then you send him back to his house, well chances are is that his wife's probably a drug addict too i mean quote unquote absolutely the support structure is well and, and their spouses yeah. and their family members are their main support structures right. you know um and i i mean i use drug addict obviously as a loose you know interpretation but that's ptsd ptsd is like secondhand smoke right. i mean you you live in a house with a two-pack a day smoker smokes in the house smokes in the car you're gonna have secondary health right. effects from that i mean that's just that's fact that's just the way that it works um, but there aren't services for the spouses so you can throw everything you can possibly imagine at that guy but if you're not helping her too or him whoever it is their significant other their spouse their main support um, then you're just putting them right back into the place that they were broken before right. um, and so it really does have to be a joint situation it has to be the entire family um, and until that actually starts becoming the conversation and the way that people think about offering services to veterans who are struggling with PTSD and TBIs and all of this stuff 
um, we're, we're going to continue to see the numbers rise. Um, but that's what I do. That's my passion. Um, I am here to be the person that I wish I really ha- would have had when I was going through that time. And to be honest with you as a spouse, literally just being able to sit down with somebody that I mean, truly, truly does understand because they have been through the exact same things and, and, and just cares. Right. Sometimes you don't even need somebody to even speak back to you. You don't need advice. You don't need, you just need somebody to listen and you need a non-judgmental, safe environment to even just let all of that out sometimes. And, and honestly, just feel like you're justified for feeling the way that you're feeling because it's hard. Um, That's, that is a great point and very few people... I think understand that Absolutely. Uh, very few organizations believe that because there aren't many uh, nonprofits or organizations out there for the family for the whole family especially when you talk to government organizations there's, there's, there's little to none little little yeah. to none uh, it's only for the veterans but mm-hmm. what you're saying is I believe a hundred percent true it is whoever your support structure is whether it's your friends family spouse children I think it is uh, a team uh, event. It's like when you were in the military, you were surrounded by teammates, right? Mm-hmm. By soldiers, marines, or sailors, whatever. Absolutely. And, and you were all one-minded. You all, you know, knew what you had gone through. Mm-hmm. When you get back home, not many people understand that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important. So you are 100% correct. I, and I wish more people understood and believed in like what you're saying. Absolutely. So, Me too. And it has to start somewhere. The conversation has to start somewhere. Um, I always say, help us so that we can help them. Yeah. You know, I can be the strongest support beam in the whole entire structure, but if my foundation's crumbling, everything's going to come down. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and then the other thing is, too, no matter what path he's on, no matter how good he's feeling, all he has to do is look at me and see how broken I am, and he is going, no matter what, and, and we try our hardest because we would never want to take services away from them. We would never want to blame them for the things that we're going through and feeling and all of that, but he, we don't need to do that. He can see it in us. Right. And whether whether we fake the funk or whatever it is, he could be a hundred percent feeling all you know good and ready to go, and then he comes in and he sees me and he can read it all over, and he knows that that's because of him and the stuff that's going on, yeah. um, and he des- they deserve that too. You know, support for the family is just as important for the veteran to be able to get to that new normal as well. Um, and that's all we really, really want. We truly want. So that's what we do here. Uh, we have our family support group. It is open to all, all, all family members, significant others, ex-wives, especially if there's girlfriends um, or kids, um, whatever it is. We don't care. Male, female however you identify yourself if you are and well you know obviously 18 and over because some of the stuff that we do you know kind of get into is obviously not we we would really love to get a children's program and that's in the future but um we welcome everybody the other thing that's really really big to us as well is we do not care about what your what your discharge status is we reach out to those people who have dishonorable or other than honorable because you are probably got that other than honorable or that dishonorable because of something that you suffered from while you were in the military right right. there's a good chance that you're still suffering from that now so absolutely absolutely 
you matter just as much as anybody else does to us. So, um, Desiree, where can they find you and your organization? Um, so we have three separate groups. Um, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We've got one in Phoenix, one in Tempe, and one in Scottsdale. Um, you can go to ptsdusa.org. Um, that is the main site for the PTSD Foundation, and then it'll have our chapter information on there. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're not on Twitter yet because we don't really know how to use it, but. <laughs> Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, anything. I mean, I, I'm always available. 623-210-8178. That's my number. We, we actually are setting up a website right now and we got asked that question. Well, what are your business hours? 24-7, like we, we're, we do. We're always in business. We always have our phones ready. Um, the other thing is, too, is we do offer that peer-to-peer support. But um, if you are a veteran of any status, our, our, our peer-to-peer support groups are for combat veterans um, right now um, and, and their you know, family members. But it doesn't matter whether you're combat or not. If you are a veteran or a veteran family member or a spouse and you need help with something, I don't care what it is reach out to us because I can almost guarantee you that we actually have like a direct point of contact, the full lineup of where you go, here's the information you need, here's the paperwork you need to fill out, here's the person you need to contact, and if we don't, we'll find it for you. That's awesome. So, yeah. Well, perfect. Thank you for coming on here. Absolutely. Uh, and Thanks explaining. for having me. Yeah, of course. We'll, I can talk uh, a lot, so. <laughs> no, this is perfect. So, we'll have to do a, a show together again someday. I'd love someday. that. I'd love that. We can <laughs> dive into that. Yeah. yeah. I'm here with Ron and we're playing the cadence game. So I'm going to start a cadence uh, and he's going to try and finish it. Uh, Apparently, Ron spent six years uh, at Bragg and so he's bragging about his uh, cadence skills. So we'll see. All right. Do you want to start with with an easy one? All right. Around her hair she... Wore a yellow ribbon. She wore it for that soldier who was far, far away. Far away. Far away. She wore it for that soldier who was far, far, far away. All right, there you go. That Good was an one. easy one. Good All right. One. All right. Hey guys, we are here with Steve right now, and he's going to talk a little bit about uh, Camp Hope. Hey Steve, how you doing? Hey, this is Steve. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good today. Um, I uh, just got back from Camp Hope, and uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, definitely something that's available out there for our uh, veterans struggling. I mean, it's a it's a place that you can get into a bad way really fast out there with PTSD and the things that go along with that a lot of our guys struggle from addiction and and uh, uh those sorts of things suicide attempts suicide ideation and that's that's what got me there you know i i served uh in the army and uh, uh struggled with ptsd for years undiagnosed uh the va couldn't really help and uh so found uh, camp hope and uh, just completed a six-month um program there from april until uh, october and basically it uh it got me back to a place where i feel like there's a reason to live and a reason to keep going forward so how did you get connected with camp hope yeah um so actually i'm I'm kind of the non-standard i just found it on the uh, internet i was looking uh, for ptsd treatment and camp hope uh, popped up and and uh 
I did some research on it on the website, and uh, it looked like the type of thing for me, and I contacted them, and uh, they got me there within, I was with, there within about four days, so. Oh, that's pretty cool. What um, was, let's just say, the hardest part about uh, going to Camp Hope? Uh, leaving my two small kids behind. I have a seven and a five-year-old, little boy and a girl, and uh, being away from them for six months, uh, that was that was tough, but uh you know, as I look back on it now, I was gone, but when I was there, I wasn't really there anyways, and now I'm back, so it was definitely worth the six months. That's awesome, man. So how are you uh, doing now? You literally just got back, uh, what, a week ago? Yeah, I got back on the 1st of November. Oh, wow, yeah. So, and, and how are you doing now? Uh, doing really well. Uh, I'm working with uh, the PTSD Foundation now, going to groups, uh, trying to get connected, and that's that's the main thing with us is we've got to stay connected. We want to isolate. We want to get out of the you know public we we get you know just the, the anxiety kicks in and we just we disconnect and we isolate and, and then we die i mean that's really what it is and so now you know i found the foundation and i've got warrior groups and i'm now i'm working for the foundation and it's it's uh it's definitely a positive thing and uh i'm actually very hopeful now that's awesome do you feel that just being part of something uh greater than yourself again just like you were in the military has been something that's uh, helped you uh, deal with some of those issues? Absolutely. Um, you know, helping each other, it's, you know, we always talk about I got your six. Um, you know, now with the work that we're doing here, you know, it's it's not as uh, much about, you know, just the normal day-to-day. I mean, this is life and death. We're, we're saving people. We're getting people the help that they need. And, and being a part of that, it gives me a purpose uh, to actually want to get up and, and go throughout my day every day. Oh, man, that's uh, that's great stuff. I am so happy and excited for you that you went through uh, Camp Hope. Um, I know the PTSD Foundation has, has done a lot of great stuff, and uh, I'm glad that you're connected with them now, that you're helping them out as well. So, uh, you know what, man? I, I don't I don't normally wish people luck because I don't believe in luck. Uh, I think you, you make your own luck, right? Just like in the military, you make your own career. Uh, so I know that you have great people behind you, yep. uh, in front of you, and, and all around you, right? Absolutely. And that's all, that's all you really need. So I'm excited for you, man. Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch. And, uh, you know, um, if you ever need anything, you know, you can reach out to us. I'll give you my info, sure you know, thing. before we leave. And we'll stay connected, brother. Perfect. All right. Sounds take good, care, man. man. Have a good day. All right. They say that in the army, the chow is mighty fine. <laughs> Going old school, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it looks like muddy water and tastes like turpentine. Well, that's coffee. That's coffee. That's co- that, let, let's 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 do it again. So that that one is all right. So they say that in the army, the coffee's mighty fine. It looks like muddy water and tastes like turpentine. So the other one is, they say that in the army, the food, oh, I'm sorry, the chow is mighty fine. The chicken jumped off the table and started marking time. There we go. There we go. All right. All right, everybody, I am here with Adam Bigelow, and uh, he's going to talk a little bit more about what they're doing out here today. 
Hey, Adam, thanks hey. for having us. No, thank you for being here and thank you for coming out. Uh, what we got going on is our second annual Veterans Day walk-up for Sinful Skin, uh, which is fully benefiting the PTSD Foundation of America, the Arizona chapter. So what we got going on today is it's an amazing event. It's grown and grown. We have 15 artists uh, that are doing tattoos that range from $50 to $200. Uh, it's all traditional old school military style tattoos uh, we got live raffles we have online out raffle auctions we have live auctions uh, food trucks and things like that we have different veteran organizations out here um, but what this day truly is is to bring more awareness uh, for our 22 a day the 22 veterans that kill themselves nationally every day arizona is one of the highest we do one a day uh, so any event that we can truly get involved with uh, and bring more awareness to get rid of that one a day in Arizona. Um, and that's what we're really out here doing. We're here raising money for the PTSD Foundation um, because what we do is that peer support. We do peer support groups, one-on-one -on -one mentoring, life coaching for not just the combat veterans, but their families as well. Uh, so if you're a girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend, a spouse, an ex-spouse, parents, siblings over the age of 18, we have support and mentoring and coaching for you as well. Um, so that's truly why we're out here today is just really to bring awareness and, uh, you know, have a little fun as well and bring community. Uh, that's another big part of it. Uh, veterans, we need our local community support and we need that them to understand what's going on with us. And uh, it's a truly amazing event right now. Like you can see behind me, uh, there's a lot of different regular civilian community out here supporting veterans and tons of veterans out here uh, just enjoying the day and getting tattooed and eating food and having fun. Yeah, it is. And uh, I was telling your, your wife, uh, Desiree, yeah. she did a great job uh, explaining a little bit of the history of this event, how it came to be. And, uh, you know, we discussed the, the fact that this is a true veterans event. What I mean by that is that you see a lot of organizations out there doing um, I don't even know if, uh, fake events whatever you want to call it but suits people mm -hmm. in suits yeah. thinking they know better right when I say real veterans event you have veterans out here you actually have real veterans out here doing stuff for their own community for themselves for for ourselves uh, not a bunch of talking heads just saying what's best and what's not you know uh, not government trying to tell us you know hey this is what you guys need yeah now nah, this is a real event with real people here and that's what I love about these type of events um, it's it's real yeah, absolutely. you know and that's, that's even part of our foundation we're not affiliated with the VA we don't take monies from government we don't do any of that we do our own fundraising because we don't want to be told how to treat people or how to run our programs. And right. Because what we do, it's we've been around since 2009, and what we're doing is working. And it's truly that peer-to-peer, -peer, no judgment. I've been there myself. You know, right. From, I battled addiction, I battled a suicide attempt, and I needed help, and I went through the program, and we give back. So it's truly, there's nobody better than anybody here. So it's, it's truly an amazing event and a great foundation. Yeah, and, and I love it. So real quick before we go, I'll do a, a little fun game I like to call the uh, cadence game. So what I'll do is I'll say the first half of a cadence, and then you try to, to finish it off. I haven't heard cadence in years. All right, so let's, let's give it a try. Are you, you ready? Yeah, sure. All right. So let me see the first one. I'll start off with, I think, what is a simple one, right? Everybody should know this one. Around the block, she pushed the baby carriage. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. Come on. Who did she push it for? 
Oh my she god. Oh, that's, so that's far, far away. That's there you go. You gotta, you gotta remember some of these cadence <laughs> that you're singing, right? They were banned by Vorthood. Yeah, they were that, banned that, by these. We had to start singing about cheerful that, things. Yeah. And, not killing babies with machine well, guns. Well, yeah, that, yeah. Well, um, I was artillery, so we had a lot of fun ones out there too. I know the infantry guys did as well. That's Airborne. all good. We had a navy guy out there that that <laughs> knew some cadences, yeah. so of course they they changed them up a little bit. But you know, it's all right. We forgive yeah. them. It was, it was a cute, yeah. It was a cute it cadence. Cute. It was a cute cadence. You know, he had some. Uh, he had water in his mouth while he was singing it. You know, because. You know, that's what they do. But anyways, that's fantastic. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate hey, you Gloria, uh, I appreciate being you. on the show again. Uh, if you guys haven't heard, uh, we have uh, Adam's actually been on another one of our episodes as well. Go check it out. It's the PTSD Foundation. Um, so, yeah, you guys uh, enjoy and have a great day, man. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you coming out, man. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, thank you for support. Thanks. All right, so um, I was uh, trying to look for a female veteran so I can run this cadence by them, uh, and I forgot. Crystal's standing right here next to me. Um, you know the cadence, though, already, so it's kind of like cheating. So I'm not going to ask you to guess the second verse of this cadence since you know it, but I want to ask you how you feel about it. So let me just say it real quick, again, to bring up some, some rough memories for you. But this is the cadence. They say that in the army, the women are mighty fine. They look like Phyllis Diller and walk like Frankenstein. How do you feel about that? You know what? It's all good fun, but I think I have a better one. Do you know? Yes. About what? Um, Is it about making fun of men in the military? Okay. Yeah. Can I hear it? Yes. So let's hear it. They say that in the army, the men are mighty fine. They're all special ops, but that's just a pickup line. Okay, that's good. That sounds like you just made that up on the spot. I did. I had to piece it together. That's not bad, though. That's not bad. So let me hear it again. Let me hear it. Let me see. They say that in the army, say it together, the The men men are are mighty mighty fine. fine. They They're say they're special, special forces op- or special ops. ops. Oh, they're, spo- they're special think, ops now. I think special forces rhymes better, though. It, goes, oh, okay. it flows better, right? Okay. Doesn't it? Now, okay. They you, say they're special, special forces, forces, but, but that's, that's a, a pickup, pickup line. line. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it, female veteran. They're not special forces. Ladies. <laughs>